Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. And this is your host, Peter. What are we talking about today, Peter? Well, recently, Kyle, you uh, brought to my attention that the humorous rap trio from the 80s, the Fat Boys, um, starred in a movie in 1987 called Disorderlies. And so we decided, hey, let's both watch this movie and review it. Um, Yeah. But I think after watching it, each of us kind of realized that that was a regrettable decision. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun because we're probably going to just shit on the movie. Uh, so the backstory to this is I was brought, this movie was brought to my attention. By listeners like you. Yes. By a coworker who is a little bit older than me. So he kind of grew up in the 80s. He has a better affinity for 80s movies than I do. And he mentioned this movie and I'm like, I've never heard of this movie. What are you talking about? And he's like, you've never seen D- Disorderlies? So he pulled up the trailer. And he's like, yeah, it has the fat boys. And I'm like, y- like like the rap guys, the fat boys? He's <laughs> like, yeah. I had no idea they ever made a movie. <laughs> so I saw the trailer, and I'm like, holy shit, we have to watch this. <laughs> so I told you about it, and I was like, hey, we should review it for Funk Radio. And then we both uh, watched it in our spare time, and realized this is a travesty and a sin against man and god (laughs) (laughs) it's i'm I'm being harsh but (laughs) i will say this much for it i didn't really have any expectations going into it but it could have been worse yes it definitely hits all of the check boxes of like 80s 80s comedy yes we're talking like you know the revenge of the nerds and the animal houses even though i think that was no animal house was 1980 and those kinds of like cheesy 80s pseudo raunchy movies, porkies, stuff like that. So this definitely checks a lot of the a lot of similar boxes, um, whilst simultaneously, basically being a what hour and a half long fat joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, we probably should take a second to um, talk about the fat boys themselves. Um, we. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, we should probably... I don't think a lot of people know about them, because I don't know how big they were. <laughs> uh, but we have talked about them once on this show, I believe. Um, it was an episode we did a while back about um, like the top ten worst music videos. Oh, that's right! And I think they were actually number one. That's right, With yeah. uh, their music video for Stick'em. Yeah. I'm not sure whether to consider them joke rap, because uh, lyrically, they're on par with everyone else in the day, I think, at least for the most part. Yeah. Um, But I know at least in their music videos, their personas are very much... It's basically just one big fat joke, like you said. Um, A lot of the time, they're dancing around, slapping their own asses, or just gorging themselves on pizza and ice cream and cake. Mm Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it kind of makes sense that they they were in a comedy movie just because, like, visually and on video, they were kind of outrageous. Yeah. Um, along with having rap skills. So I, I guess it's not unthinkable to consider that they made a movie. Yeah, they're, they're pseudo uh, rap satire, if that's a thing. Kind of along the lines of, um, shit, I'm going to totally space... Uh, who's the guy that sang uh, Humpty Hump? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm totally spacing, I know, right? I know he's part of uh, Digital Underground. It says here his name is Shock G. 
Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. His alter ego, Humpty Hump. Fun fact about Digital Underground that I didn't know, uh, Tupac was part of them. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like their stuff. They're pretty good. Yeah, no, they got some good stuff. They're not the Fat Boys. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like Peter was saying, the Fat Boys are a sort of joke rap trio um, from Brooklyn in the early 80s. They consist of Mark Morales, a.k.a. Prince Marky D., uh, Damon Wimbley, a.k.a. Cool Rock Ski. <laughs> Jesus. Darren Robinson, a.k.a. Buff Love, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. The Human Beatbox. Oh, he's the one who does the beatboxing. Okay. He reminds me a lot. He, yeah, he reminds me a lot of Bismarcky and his beatboxiness. We should actually play a short clip of his beatboxing just because I feel like it's sort of unique in the beatboxing realm. so we should probably give the listeners a uh rundown of what this movie's about i don't want to get super in depth with the synopsis um but uh basically the fat boys play as orderlies which i didn't realize was the name for like nurse assistant people male male nurse people like in-home nurses kind of um and when we first see them in the movie they're working at an old folks home but they're screwing everything up because they're so stupid meanwhile elsewhere there's this like rich billionaire guy who's on his deathbed and his uh, nephew wants to inherit the fortune but the problem with that is that the orderlies who are taking care of that old guy are really good at their jobs so he's staying alive and this evil nephew is like, hey, I need to find the worst orderlies possible uh, so that he dies, basically. And, of course, the fat boys are there to uh, fill that void. Y- yeah, exactly. And, you know, all things considered with this movie, really with the exception of one scene that <laughs> I think we both really enjoyed. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, there weren't really a lot of jokes that had to do with them being fat. Mm-hmm. But generally... I feel like the majority of the jokes were based around the fact that they were just dumb, basically, mm-hmm. and silly. Yeah, it, it, you can you could definitely see a little bit of like the Three Stooges inspiration a lot in this movie. Very, very slapstick style of comedy, mm-hmm. a lot of silly sound effects and what have you. As Peter was saying with the plot, you know they have to help this old guy, but because they're so funny and ridiculous they actually end up sort of you know re-energizing him or giving him a new lease on life yeah um and they end up finding out about the evil nephew's scheme and they try to stop it and that's when shit just goes off the rails so the the scene that stuck with me like peter was mentioning before is i guess what i can affectionately refer to as the cake scene uh i i forget the the circumstances around it, but they stumble upon like the, the, I don't know what you call it, the nursing home kitchen and there's a fuck ton of cake (laughs) and they basically, yeah. Well, and the scene, I think if my memory serves, I believe the scene just ends there after they're like, oh yeah, cake. Uh, And then maybe five minutes later or so it comes back to this and all the cake's gone and their boss comes out pissed at them. He's like, where's all these cakes? There were 14 of them in there. This is the fifth time this happened this week. (laughs) And they're all looking around like, wasn't me. 
Yeah, it was it was very <laughs> silly. I don't know. I I feel like if more of the humor was on the level of that scene, I think I would have enjoyed this movie a bit more. I, I I agree. There was some weird, like, horny-ass humor, which, I mean, I get it. It's an 80s raunchy movie, but just... Yeah, you know, I wasn't really expecting that. Um, no. it, there wasn't too much of it, but yeah, it did come up a couple of times, and I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's a thing. Yeah. I will say that I think the biggest letdown of this movie, for me personally, was the fact that they really had very little integration with the fact that they were rappers. Yeah. I mean, they did have one song, and it was enjoyable for what it was, but mm. it didn't happen until about two-thirds through the movie, and I guess I just wish there was a lot more of that. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It def- they they kind of glossed over their rapping ability. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this was, if this was them pulling a, a Queen Latifah and, you know, trying to get into the film world. And so they didn't want to bring up their rapness. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think they that that talent of theirs could have been better utilized. I mean, to be fair, I don't really know how they would naturally work in a bunch of songs. But in a way, I also don't really care like how they would do it. I just yeah. would want to hear more of that, especially given the fact that so much of their persona is visually based like that's the whole reason they made the movie in the first place so you would think that they would take advantage of that medium and uh, you know capitalize on that opportunity yeah yeah that's that's the funny thing about this movie too is like the, the there were a handful of um songs i guess under underscoring the movie pop songs or whatever and i'm just like you couldn't have filled that in with more fat boy stuff even if they weren't physically d- doing it in the movie, they, they yeah they could have like underpinned some beatboxy stuff, you know, in the film or something. I don't know. And I think there was a little bit of that here and there, but it wasn't consistent and it wasn't really memorable. Yeah. And I should actually mention that the name of the one song they did in the movie was "Baby, You Are a Rich Man." Fun fact: that's a cover of a Beatles song. I did not know that. Yep, I just saw it on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know it until I just read it. I think we should play a clip for the listeners. Sounds good. Good song. As far as Fat Boy's stuff goes, um, pretty enjoyable. Unfortunately, I can't personally really say the same for the movie as a whole (laughs) if anything i would say maybe go look up and see if uh like the music video for you know just that one song is online maybe yeah here's a here's an interesting fact about the fat boys big buff love aka the human beatbox was actually considered a pioneer in beatboxing um He, as well as dougie fresh popularized beatboxing inspiring other artists to innovate including biz marquee so, so you are pretty much right. We, yay! He, the the Fat Boys also before Disorderly started in a, in a 1985 film directed by Run DMC called uh, Crush Groove. They were in another Crush movie. Groove. Yes, before Disorderly's. Um, it says that their popularity declined by the 1990s. 
They were mm. very quintessentially 80s rap group. But nonetheless, they were funny and they were fat. Yeah, you know, they're funny in the sense that I think they really only could have existed in that fairly narrow time frame. Exactly. Because, yeah, I mean, by the 90s, gangster rap was really the thing, and they were anything but gangster. Yeah. And by this time, I think people were starting to take rap a lot more seriously. Mm -hmm. So at some point, I don't think they really had much of a place anymore. Yeah, I agreed. So I, I guess to end off the episode, uh, what, would, what score would you give it out of, say, 10? Mm, like, 2. Okay, yeah, about the same. It's one of those ways where it's like, I'm not pissed that I wasted my time watching it, but I'm literally probably never going to watch it again. That's a good way to put it. And it's not like you, I'm even going to remember being mad that I wasted my time with it. It's just, yeah. I'm probably just going to forget that I ever watched it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I might have to give my coworkers some shit for actually kind of knowing of this movie and speaking about it in reverence. <laughs> but... Well, you can yeah. tell us we're wrong on our Facebook page <laughs> at facebook.com slash getyourfunk. Where else can people find us, Kyle? Uh, they can also find all of our uh, episodes, both past, present, and future, at getyourfunk.com. That's true. Join us next time. Uh, until then, bye. Bye. We love you. <laughs>